You're listening to Master Photography Podcast. Welcome to Master Photography Roundtable, part of the Master Photography Podcast Network. You are joined by thousands of photographers listening to this show who are all on the same journey to master their photography. I am Brent Bergherm, your host for this episode, and I have two people with me today. Jeff Harmon, who you all know and love. Jeff, glad to have you on the show again. Thanks, Brent. Glad to be here. And we have a special guest, Scott Wyden-Kivowitz. Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here as well. Yes, it's so good to bring you on. I am looking forward to learning more about this addition, I guess we could call it, the upgrade to your next-gen plugin. Uh, you work with Imagely, the company that produces this plugin, and it is a WordPress plugin for hosting images. And you also have, with that company, you also have a podcast. Is that right? Yeah, we do. It's called the WordPress Photography Podcast. And so basically any listeners who are interested in WordPress and photography, it seems like, this is what you do. Now, do you only focus on tech or what is what is the main kind of like emphasis or main purpose of, of the show? Yeah, the WordPress Photography Podcast is actually... Um goes way beyond just WordPress. It basically, we talk about anything related to photographers' uh, more modern marketing, social media, email marketing, content. Uh, we do talk design. We talk, you know, um, funneling and CRM, you know, okay. a bunch of different things all related to modern marketing. I mean, we even talk about Squarespace and show it. So Sure, okay. <laughs> you know, um, Great. So it, basically anything, anything website related and that integrates with websites. Fantastic. So tell us a little bit about yourself as a photographer and the company you work for, like the, you know, the, the 20 second, minute and a half, whatever you want to tell us about yourself as a photographer and a little bit about Imagely. Sure. I've been a professional for almost 20 years. Um, and uh, basically, I locally here in New Jersey, I photograph families, I photograph uh, cake smash sessions of one-year-olds, uh, headshots for for business people, and more recently, just full personal brand sessions. Um, so I've got a wide range of uh, photography services that I offer locally. I also teach photographers on a regular basis outside of Imagely. Okay. Um, so I've got uh, that going on. And at Imagely, we we make basically uh, everything that a, we try to create <laughs> everything that a photographer needs for WordPress. So our core product is NextGen Gallery. It's uh, a free plugin in the WordPress directory. That's a gallery management plugin, gallery display plugin. And it has about a million active users. And uh, with that, we have a couple of other products that uh, we'll be talking about later in this conversation. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Excellent. Thank you. So for myself, I'm certainly a WordPress user, and I teach it at the university. This quarter, I actually have two classes that are I'm calling them an advanced class, you know, in, in reality to, you know, those folks out there that develop plugins and all that stuff. Totally, this is, this would be considered a beginning class. But for those people who have zero experience in WordPress, this would be considered uh, advanced classes that I'm teaching. And Jeff, though, I want to bring you in because I think you, you can kind of tell us what is WordPress and tell us just how it fits into our lives or you know, maybe it doesn't fit into some people's lives, but obviously it fits into our lives. Um, I'm a WordPress user, uh, but tell us what it is and uh, give us that, you know, that wonderful explanation that um, everyone's going to be able to understand. <laughs> I, I know you can do it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Sky, if you're, you're not familiar with this. Um, I'm a I'm a hobbyist photographer who does a ton of podcasting and I'm just kind of bringing people along with me on the journey as I'm working towards mastering photography and uh and my role on on our show is one of like te explaining tech stuff i'm i'm the geek on the, on the podcast <laughs> and i uh, i really pride myself in trying to make it so that uh beginning photographers that are just getting started and all the jargon we tend to use the terms the the things that are tough to understand it, it feels like a lot of photographers good photographers who've been doing it for a while either it's it's an unconscious thing or some, i'm convinced some do it deliberately to try <laughs> to make it hard <laughs> for others to 
to follow what it is they're doing. Yeah. Like you've got to have this certain level of knowledge to get there. So anyway, that's why right. why I think we're we're gonna do this like brief introduction to WordPress here that I'm gonna I'm gonna cover. So for those that are beginning and maybe have no idea of what WordPress is, this is uh, the generic term for this software. WordPress is a piece of software. It's called content management, a content management system or CMS. It's often referred to in, with those three letters, content management system. It's a tool that's designed to help people create a website without having to know the technical details of what's going on. So way, way back when you, a long time ago, before there were tools like WordPress, you had to really understand how to write code in a way. It's not like exactly computer programming languages necessarily, but HTML, CSS. If you don't know what those are, don't worry because you don't have to know it. That's what WordPress helps you with. It's a, a way to be able to build out a website without knowing any of those technical details. It's actually free software, which is something a lot of people may not know. It's, it's something that you can totally download and run on your computer for free. It just isn't very usable in that way. Because the whole point is to have it be a website. You can't really run a website from your computer these days. That just that doesn't work very well. So you, you have to find a place, a hosting provider, that's going to run the software for you and make it accessible to the Internet. And then it's really it's designed to be a very simple way to create text. Make, put text on a web page and make it so people can come and read that text. That's why it's called WordPress. Um, but out of the box, it's, it's really powerful way to do that, a really nice way to create posts and pages. And there's some, some building blocks and concepts that are within the software to make it work like that. What it's not particularly useful for out of the box is images, <laughs> which is what photographers are all about. You can certainly upload them. There's a, a pretty easy way to add images to your, your content, the words that you're writing. But it's really intended more for like the web pages that, that I'm sure all of you see tons of where there's text and intermingled with the text, there's images here and there that add interest or help explain something, uh, provide an image of what it is that's being written about in the text. That's what the basic functionality is supposed to do. It's not great for displaying your photos by default, having it be something where you can really show off your portfolio or even attract clients, even make it so that like you could easily list your phone number, email address. You, it's, there's relatively easy ways to get like a form so that people could fill out like name, address, or name and, and email and hit submit and try to do it. But if you want to have something like calendars that they can see when you're available and doing bookings and all of that takes stuff that WordPress by itself won't do. And so the other part of WordPress that's really nice is that it's got a really extensive plugin kind of uh, ability. You can add plugins. And we're going to talk about one in this episode, a plugin that adds functionality to WordPress and makes it far more useful. Um, it's, I mean, a little bit like when you get a phone and by default, there's some stuff that's there on the phone and a lot of stuff that is good and helpful. But we all go download a bunch of apps and that extends the, the capability of our phones to be able to make it work better. And so it, it's or, or a browser where a lot of us are, are familiar with plugins in a browser. And that's probably a little better comparison there. We we can extend the capabilities of our web browsers. You have Chrome or Firefox or Safari. There's plugins that you can add to make it so that you get better, get more functionality and, and make it do something that it can't do by itself. So it, WordPress is a, it's a really popular system too. This, um, according to WordPress, so I don't know how accurate it is, but according to WordPress, 33% or so of all the websites on the internet are powered by WordPress. So you're actually, when you go to the website, it's WordPress that's responsible for drawing that web page as you go go to it in your browser. So if, if I may, if I may interject there for just for a split second, uh, it is actually not from WordPress that data. It's actually from Built With, which is a completely different company that, um, sure, that okay. analyzes the data. Um, and it and it's actually now thirty five percent. 
Five <laughs> uh, percent. It, it's very heavily used, so yeah. it, that means it's very heavily tested. It's very heavily um, invent. Like there's a lot of people working on this to making it a really solid tool to be able to do. It's it's not as it's way easier than knowing HTML and CSS for sure, or or going to like a hosting provider and just getting a place where you can put files and and create web pages, which is totally possible today, but almost nobody does that because it's it's really it's a time consuming process. So there's some kind of tool that's being used behind pretty much any website that you you go to today, and WordPress is one of the really common ones. So as a photographer, if you're looking to start getting a, a better presence online, it's a pretty good way to do it um, for a couple of reasons. You can have those plugins so you can get your images to look nice, but it also allows you to do blogging, which is a really good way to be able to market yourself and make it so that people are interested in seeing your content. They can go to a place on your website and kind of see the results of shoots along with some text you have that explains maybe the process or the the things that you went and did. And it, it helps to make it so you build a relationship with people. It's a really good strategy, a, a good way to be able to to uh, put yourself out there um, in addition to a lot of other marketing things that, that you can do. But anyway, there's, there's WordPress. It is one of the many options that are available to photographers. Squarespace is another one that we've talked about a lot and, and was just mentioned at the top of the show. Thanks, Jeff. And Scott, I uh, wanted to take it over to you for just a little bit here as well. And certainly one of the beautiful things about WordPress is that it's just endlessly customizable. So Jeff was talking about all those plugins that are available, and that's just about extending your capabilities of what you do with your website, whether it's something with a form that someone would fill out or something way more complicated. And that's just one of the things that I really like about WordPress is just endlessly customizable. But one of the things that a lot of photographers are interested in is facilitating print sales or image sales. And whether they're digital downloads or actual prints, that's just not something that has been, I guess we could say, automated using the WordPress platform. And so photographers are going out to these other items, these other companies that are able to show their images. And then you can click on a, the, you know, the user can click on a button and it says, you know, for $10, you can buy you know, an eight by 10 print. I'm just, you know, whatever price the photographer puts in there. But your next gen gallery actually is, um, well, now you're addressing that idea, aren't you guys? Yeah. You know, so for about four years now, next gen pro, the premium version of next gen gallery, which I'll get back to next gen gallery in a second, but for about four years, next gen pro has had e-commerce in it, has had proofing in it, has had digital downloads. Sure. But it, the, the print sales has always been manual fulfillment. Right. So while a lot of our customers have been using it, there's also there's there was still a good chunk of of customers that and and other you know just non customers who want to buy but were waiting for print fulfillment um, that were using something like their WordPress site and then uh, SmugMug and trying to match their SmugMug site to their WordPress site or match their Shoeproof site to their you know to their WordPress site or Zenfolio and so on. Um, the list can go on. There is countless amounts of photographers that are using uh, both, right? And and this goes for more than just WordPress. This is also, you know, Squarespace. You know, people are sure. using Squarespace and SmugMug because right. Squarespace they integrated with SmugMug for that for that feature. So you have to pay for both services. Uh, we wanted to to build this automated print fulfillment. We we knew we wanted to, and then the, we saw the demand was there. So we 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 spent uh, almost four years. Basically, as soon as we got e-commerce out four years ago, we started the project of the uh, print fulfillment uh, integration. So, but Next Gen Gallery, it is the backbone of this. You have to have Next Gen Gallery installed and active in order to to even, you know, to sell these to sell prints and and have this fulfillment. Basically, Next Gen Gallery is a free gallery plugin, and it goes more. It goes way beyond just your typical gallery plugin. NextGen Gallery is actually separated from what's called the WordPress Media Library. The WordPress Media Library is when you're on a page, you're on a blog post, whatever you're doing, and you just add an image. Or you even add a gallery of images from the built-in using the WordPress Gallery, the, the built-in feature. And what happens is every image that you upload, whether it's your company logo that you're adding to your header, whether it's a bunch of images for a blog post, whether it's a... Uh, a, a graphic that shows a little email 
you know, like a, an envelope that goes near your email form. All of that gets lumped into one giant folder that's an unorganized mess. Yes, it basically. is. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So um, what NextGen Gallery does is it takes the, the way that photographers are organizing, and it's completely separate. You add a gallery, and you call it Landscapes. It's going to create a folder that's in its own, uh, it's called a gallery. It's, it's in a subfolder that we create called gallery. And in there, there will be landscapes. The name of the gallery is the name of the subfolder in the gallery folder. And then in there are the images you upload. But we go beyond just separating your images to keep it organized. We have what's, uh, what we call uh, ba original backups and also resize and upload. And what this does is it, will take the image you upload. Let's say you are using a Nikon D850 or equivalent and, and your JPEGs are 15 megabytes out of camera, right? right? They're huge. You can upload that to your WordPress website through NextGen Gallery. And what we'll do is we will back up that 15 megabyte JPEG, secure it so that nobody can access it, then resize it to whatever size you specify. And we pre, when, we, when you install the plugin, we have a preset default. And the front end will display based on that resized image. It will not display based on your giant 15 megabyte image. So the advantage of this is we're, we're basically doing what the smug mugs and photo shelters and whatnot are doing, but we're doing it on the WordPress side. We are making it so that you've got your high quality image that basically runs the show for everything. Uh, if you make a mistake with your watermark and you want to revert, you can revert to your original based on your backup. If you want to sell a digital download, you're selling the digital download based on the original backup. You're not selling based on your watermarked 800 pixel image because you can't sell a thousand pixel image based, you know, if your if your full size is 800, right? right. So, um, if you're selling prints, you're selling it off of the backed up original 15 megabyte image or whatever, not on a 300 kilobyte image. So. Those are just like a few of the things that really sets NextGen Gallery apart um, that makes it more than just a gallery plugin. Yes, we also show you know, different ways to display your images in the tiled gallery, masonry gallery, mosaic gallery, regular thumbnail gallery, slideshow. You've got all these different ways to display it, but you also have the power and flexibility of organization, tagging. You've got the SDO in there with alt text, uh, lots of things that you can, that you can do in the plugin. You you gave us so much stuff that we're going to have to to go through and unpack here, but uh, we are going to insert a little thing here. We're going to thank uh, the sponsor for this show. Listeners of the show know that here at Master Photography Podcast, we are all about learning and growing as photographers. We often talk about things photographers can do to move down the path towards their mastering the art of photography. And this is why we're happy to have as a partner here, who helped make this episode possible. And that is this company called Masterclass. Masterclass is a high quality online training platform and they are from true masters in their field. So imagine for a moment, if you could sit down at your computer, maybe at your home you know, theater, whatever you have, you know, your Apple TV hook it to, or, or just, just wherever, uh, your iPad, something like that and you wanted to watch a video training on climbing and adventure photography from world-renowned photographer Jimmy Chin. He's photographed for National Geographic and the, the sample videos that they have there and the, the items that they have in the, in the course, they take you on site on this edge of the mountain. You're hanging off the cliff. In this course, Jimmy talks, uh, he takes you through an outdoor portrait shoot and how he thinks about using natural light how you can win shoots with commercial clients and staying safe in high stakes areas like this. And of course, his editing process and more. I love that with Masterclass, the video is stunning and the audio is absolutely incredible. It's an immersive training experience on any device that you choose, whether it's from your phone to your computer or like I mentioned before, the Apple TV. Each of those courses, there's over 60 of those courses, have multiple lessons and are between 10 and 15 minutes long. So it makes it really easy to take a little break from editing your photos and to invest a little time in yourself. Plus, Masterclass offers a 30-day money-back guarantee. So when you sign up for an annual membership, you have nothing to lose. So I highly recommend that you check it out. 
Get unlimited access to every masterclass. And as a listener, you get 15% off the annual all access pass. So go to masterclass.com slash MPP. That's masterclass.com slash MPP and get that 15% off masterclass. Okay, Scott, you told us so many things about what this plugin does, kind of like on the back end. So let's let's try and walk through step by step. And Jeff, I really want you to jump in here too, because he uh, threw out a lot of uh, great things uh, to think about and to have him uh, basically just unpack for us. So the first thing, Scott, that I want to reiterate and I guess regurgitate for myself is this idea that you have it as a separation the images themselves are held separately from the normal place where we go and put our images. So for the listeners who aren't, you know, they, they've not used uh, WordPress before, you know, we have this, uh, this media gallery is what they call it. And all the stuff goes in there, but you're saying you keep it separately. So I guess the first question I have is the only way to access those images through the, the next gen gallery plugin, or are they available to other parts of WordPress at all? Um, so you can set a, Im, an image that's in a next-gen gallery. You can set it as a featured image in a pa- on, a, on a page or post. Okay. Um, we've got a little, right where it would say set uh, featured image, it'll say set next-gen featured image. And oh, okay. if you do that, you, you would basically choose the image from the gallery, and we literally take that image, copy it to the media library because it has to live in the media library for that feature to work, and we set it as your featured image for you. Okay, so your software in the back end just does all of that for us, and we don't necessarily have to worry about how it's doing that exactly is what it sounds like. Correct, correct. Yeah, so there's bits and pieces that, that do integrate with the media library, but we do get some backlash sometimes that we're separate from the media library, but we have our reasons. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, uh, we have more control by... by currently at the moment, uh, being separate from the media library. Maybe one day we'll, we'll be with the media library as well, but for now, it's separate. Sure. I have a question too yes. then. Yes, jump you, in. You said that, okay, so you're, you're going to upload your highest quality image and then it's, it's going to convert or it's, it's going to, that's the, you reference as the backup image now. Yes. And then it's going to use, it's going to convert to a much smaller image which is what we need on the web. We don't need a 15 megabyte. That's going to be a Correct. problem, actually. If you have a 15 megabyte image that's on your homepage or on, on the basic page, someone's going to get mad at you. <laughs> yeah, pretty quick. <laughs> they are not going to like for sure. you're using up that much bandwidth. The, the customer either. So you have two sides that are going to get mad at you. Um, do you, are there even, are there images also sized down? Like, is there detection that, this is a mobile device that's seeing the page, and I actually don't even need an 800 pixel. I only need 300 pixels for this one. Yeah, so we do have uh, uh, Retina stuff built in. Um, currently for the premium plugins, not for the free plugin yet, but I think we're adding that to the free plugin at some point soon, um, where where we do create the multiple sizes. And uh, yeah, it looks beautiful. So, <laughs> And so, so what you mean by that is if I, on my iPhone are surfing onto this website that has the plugin serving up the images, the website will detect that I'm a retina display iPhone and it will serve the proper image accordingly rather than the standard resolution image. Is that, is that a good way to put it? Yeah, yeah, you'll get the retina image. Um, we create a, a, a variety of dy- what we call dynamic images that are, okay. um, that are, that are available. Um, yeah, it just, it just works seamlessly. Okay, so you also had mentioned that the different ways of displaying the gallery, you, you mentioned this, um, you've got a tiled gallery, mosaic, masonry. Walk through a little more in detail so we know exactly what these terms mean and we can kind of envision them in our minds. Yeah, so uh, masonry is basically what Pinterest looks like. It looks like a bunch of bricks and um, there's they're scattered. So there's horizontals and verticals and panoramics and, you know, all these different proportions all, all mixed in. And it just snaps into this, this pretty grid. Um, masonry has jagged bottoms, right? This okay. is basically the easiest way for me to explain it. The, the bottom of the gallery will, ha- will be jagged. It'll look like a upside down mountain almost. 
Um, and so and basically then, the, yeah. the image preview is a different size. And because they're each different sizes, that's what causes the, the discrepancy there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, so it, it just basically snaps into, into a grid that, that works for that style. Okay. Um, then you have masonry, which is very similar look-wise to mosaic. Uh, I'm sorry, that was masonry. You have mosaic, which is very similar uh, look-wise to masonry, except the bottom is lush. Okay. So it, it adjusts itself. By either um, adding two images at the bottom to make it so it's you know, or three images at the at the bottom to make sure it's you know uh, a flush, flat bottom, or if needed, it'll just do one big image at the bottom. Um, okay. And if you like if you like the look of mosaic, but you actually don't want the last image to show, you, we actually have an option to either make mosaic sort of work like masonry, or just hide that last image if it's big and you don't want it. Um, so you've got all these options, or you can just reorder your gallery, change the order of how the images show, and then it'll adjust. Um, yeah, I guess that's what I was going to ask. When when the gallery is shown, is it going to show the same way every single time? So image one is always in slot one, image two is always yes. in slot two, or does it yes. dynamically change the the position of the images just randomly? No, it'll it'll be uh, in the order that it's set, and we've got a, a drag and drop sorting feature, okay. so you can just. Cool quickly adjust now do you um, have a random option if i wanted the random option there is random but there's okay. a problem with random oh what's uh, that? In, P in php uh which is what wordpress is built on php is a type of language of code uh, yeah, scripting language um, mm -hmm. scripting language uh, a lot of hosts majority of hosts block the random function in php oh because it's a ram hog okay interesting so, yeah so um while it's there it won't work for everybody because some hosts block it. Interesting. So, I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we have a tiled gallery, which is um, also very similar. It's a, just a different, different look, and it's always going to be uh, flush on all sides. It's kind of this squared off, boxy look. Um, kind of if you were to literally take a bunch of tiles, slap them on your wall with a nice uh, gap in between. And you can change the gaps on all these too, but... Um, Tiled is nice. It's, it's actually quite popular. It's, a, um, it's in there's a free plugin called Jetpack, which is made by the same people who build WordPress. And uh, so Tiled is, very, is basically if you install Jetpack, all of your galleries are automatically, your standard WordPress galleries are automatically converted to Tiled galleries. Um, so we basically have our own in NextGen Gallery uh, because it's quite popular in Jetpack. So we figure we might as well. <laughs> sure. Okay. And so you have... E-commerce is integrated into the plugin. So does this mean that I don't need anything else to be able to take money from my customers? Yeah, so um, everything is built in. Basically, we have the ability for you to ex uh, accept Stripe as your Stripe, so credit cards through a service called Stripe um, to accept credit cards. You can accept PayPal Standard, PayPal Express, um, which both are being depreciated soon. And there's a new thing called PayPal Checkout. So we're starting to build that in um, to before, you know, it's depreciated. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I saw that uh, and I wasn't, yeah. I, I, that's, I use the standard PayPal on my current, um, on, on my current website through WooCommerce. And yeah, that, I was a little, yeah, it's just change. <laughs> I'm not sure I like yeah. change sometimes. Yeah, well, so, so PayPal standard, unfortunately, has been very unreliable since they, you know, had it many many years ago it's always been unreliable huh. um, because it relies on uh, a ping what they're calling an instant payment notification from basically your website to paypal back to your website right and if that if all three don't go through it won't show as the order is complete mm, um, that would not be good so right paypal express relies on an api call which is instant you know that it's gonna you know everything's done and it's you know, completed as soon as that happens. PayPal checkout is basically PayPal Express relabeled, where you don't have to go digging for your API keys. It's basically one click and you connect to your PayPal account. So it's a little um, more easy to set up. Yeah, so it's a, more of a hassle for the developer side because now we have to rebuild a whole new thing. But for the user perspective, it's easy. Yeah, and then we also have a check gateway as well. So anybody wants to accept a check. And then we have what we call a test gateway, 
which um, once you have the print lab integration turned on, everything's set up, you can turn on the test gateway and that will actually bypass the lab. So it'll allow you to test orders without it actually going to the lab and costing you money. Okay. All right. Jeff, is there anything that uh, you want to jump in on here? So I, I'm just looking at the different licensing options for the, the plugins. There's the free one. What? Tell me, what, what do you get with the free one? You don't get any of the e-commerce stuff, right? Right. So you don't get the e-commerce stuff. What you get um, basically uh, is the gallery management system. You get uh, watermarking. Um, you get uh, a bunch of different displays. You get the all the SEO stuff, you know, the uh, integration with Yoast SEO for sitemaps, um, basically all the core features. And then with um, the first premium plugin called NextGen Plus, you get all the new displays, all the uh, like the the masonry, the mosaic, film, blog style, um, film strip, tile, the new tiled gallery. You also get um, Image protection, so we have drag and drop protection and right-click pr protection. We have hover captions for social sharing and for like uh, titles and descriptions uh, for hover captions. We have uh, pro light box, so when you click on the image, it opens this beautiful light box that's um, quite stunning, has individual image commenting as well as um, deep linking and social sharing as well. And that's mobile friendly and customizable for like to match your brand colors. Um, and then NextGen Pro gives you all that stuff, plus e-commerce, plus uh, automated sales tax calculations, proofing, the Lightroom plugin that we have, coupons, and I don't know if I said digital downloads, but digital downloads, and the automated print fulfillment. So okay. tell me a little bit about that Lightroom plugin option. Yeah, uh, the Lightroom plugin is basically a publishing service. So you would you could create let's say so what I do is I have a collection called that I call portfolio, and uh, I cr I set up what I want on my website in that and I have the collection set as um, portfolio and then I have you know um, families cake smash headshots branding and those are all collections. What that correlates to on the next gen gallery side are the collection set is your album, and your collections are your galleries. So a next gen gallery. You can have an album, which is basically a collection set, and in there are sub-galleries, galleries inside of an album. In NextGen Gallery, you can also have albums inside of albums, so you can go pretty deep if you want. Um, and um, so you set it all up on the Lightroom side, and then just like you would with the Smug Mug um, Lightroom plugin or whatever others, you would just hit Publish, and it'll sync to your NextGen Gallery. And if you delete an image and then update that, that um, published gallery, it'll, or that published collection, it'll uh, update that gallery on NextGen Gallery. So oh, you can, good. Yeah, you can modify the, the metadata on the Lightroom side and update. You can modify, you know, whatever you want on the Lightroom side and it'll update it on the NextGen Gallery side. Now, is the ability to delete an image from Lightroom, is that something that, you know, has been added in the last, I don't know, year or two or so? Uh, Do you know? No, I mean, the, we we released the Lightroom plugin I guess about about four years ago when we okay. had released the uh, uh, e-commerce in NextGen Pro and um, it's always had that it's always been the normal sort of default um, publishing service. We haven't um, we've improved the connection between it where it's uh, faster and more secure and things like that. Um, the the trickiness with WordPress is a lot of hosts block a certain function in WordPress. Yeah, and um, so we you know building it out to bypass that security block is the tricky part. So we've been always been working on that. Um, but, uh, but otherwise it's always had the, the ability to publish, delete, modify from the Lightroom side. All right, cool. So the, the biggest thing of course, that uh, really piqued my interest here is that idea of print fulfillment. So yeah. take me from uh, the very beginning parts of that process. So let's say we've got, um, well, what's the minimum license we need to, to be able to do print fulfillment? Yeah, you'll have to have um, the pro plan, which starts at $149 a year. Okay. Um, and that gives you the ability to use it on up to three sites. Um, it also gives you the e-commerce, the, the automated print fulfillment, and the automated sales tax calculation, which is, you know, part of the sort of the SaaS offering, the software as a service offering. Okay. 
So for the 149 a year, that gives us the opportunity to also have the our, our website connected to the print lab. Mm-hmm. And yes. help me understand the process of getting that set up to with, with the print lab. And do I have a choice of which print lab? Right now, we only have one lab, uh, and it's in the U.S. Uh, it's White House Custom Color. They only ship to... They ship internationally, but um, the problem was the reason why we're not supporting international right now is uh, as we were finalizing the the product to get it out there, uh, it turned out that their API for shipping calculations did not function for international calculations, mm. except for Canada. So uh, unfortunately, we could not do that. So we're we are planning on adding additional labs. So you will have choices. And there will be international shipping beyond the U.S. and Canada eventually. Uh, but right now, it's only that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, we have a, uh, we call it a wizard that walks you through setting it up step by step. It looks a little overwhelming because we literally count, you know, go to this page as a step. And okay. then enter your first name is a step. Okay. But it could take you two minutes to set it up and you're done. It's so, okay. it's so simple. Okay. You basically... Um, you basically add in your studio information, your your photography business information, you know, name, address, phone number, that stuff, um, where you are located. Turn on if you want if you want the sales tax. If you have to accept sales tax for your business, then turn that on. And then uh, you create a uh, you you have to add in a credit card for us at Imagely to charge you, the photographer, for the cost of goods. Okay. Okay. So this is actually stored in our Stripe account. We don't see the credit card. We see you as a we see you as a customer of ours, but we don't see your credit card information. It's secure by Stripe, um, and it's automatically when an order is sent, we uh, you accept payment from your client. We bill you for the cost of goods, uh, and it's as basic as that uh, in the end. But so you, you add that, and then you go to create a price list. Choose you want prints from White House custom color. You can even add in manual prints if you want to combine the two. You can add in digital downloads if you want to add that, all on a price list. Okay. You can add your markup um, and and save it. And then you go to the galleries that you want to connect that price list to and add the price list to that. And then uh, whatever page that you want to add this gallery with the products for sale, you insert the gallery. And when you do that, turn on e-commerce and publish. You're done. Sweet. So you mentioned add your markup. So yeah. when it, when we're deciding, let's let's take that one image that you kind of used as a as an example. You you upload your 15 megabyte image, and so we have uh, that as our as our image that we're going to be wanting to print. And when we look at the list there, does it show us okay if it's an eight by ten image, it's going to cost X amount of dollars? And then I can choose whichever markup I want by just plugging in a number, or is it by percentage, or how is that managed? Yeah, we have a, a an automated like a bulk uh, markup thing that you just put in, you know, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, uh, whatever times you want, and okay. it'll do it'll do that. I think we default at three hundred times. Okay. And then um, you can you can you know individually per image change that. Um, okay. We we actually go even further than that because. In, in our e-commerce system, uh, what if you wanted to, you could have six price lists. And if you had a gallery that you wanted to, to share, and let's say right now, for example, White House does not support uh, panoramic images. But you've got a gallery that has some standard landscapes and then some panoramic images that you want to be offered. Well, you're gonna, you're, you won't be able to sell the panoramics unless you right now create a manual uh, price list. Or you know products, um, uh, even just manual products in that price in a in a in a price list with White House images in it as well okay. or White House products. So you can actually go to that gallery, and even though you have you know price list one as your as set as your uh, price list for that gallery, you can go to the individual images and change what price list is associated with each individual image. Okay. So if you want, if you had a panoramic, you know, you can say, okay, we'll use the panoramic price list for this one. And then just as they're browsing, the prices will be different. The, the product offering will be different just for those individual images. Okay. Cool. I think uh, another thing to make sure we point out here is no commissions. No commissions. So 
<laughs> for photographers who, who maybe haven't done this yet, there, there's a lot who probably have never set up like automated printing options on their websites. Uh, there's lots of ways to do this. Zenfolio is a good, a, a common one. Salesforce has stuff to, to do this. There's lots of ways you can do this. We're talking about WordPress with the next gen plugin here. I have not seen anyone else that offers it with no commissions. Um, so normally when you set this up, there's maybe a few print labs that, that you can connect to and you can do the same thing. You can set up like a price list and what kind of markup you're going to have for different sizes of prints or types of prints that are going to be made. And you, you know how much the labs are going to charge you as the photographer for just the, cause they, they have costs of <laughs> the paper and the ink and, and all the, the equipment that they have. So they, they're in a business too. They have to make money. So the photographer has to pay for the services that they're rendering and you get a chance to mark it up. But they also, the service that's like connecting the photographer to the lab, whoever that is, usually charges a percentage of the overall fee. You know, they, they charge a fee too per item that they're going to get. And that's yeah, the average is the average is 15% per yeah. sale. 15%. So, so it's another markup that you have to include as a photographer in your pricing. And, and here it's no commissions. So, uh, so that's a pretty unique sort of feature that I, I haven't heard of anywhere else. I'm not familiar if anyone else has a, a no commission kind of print lab, but that's a, a unique feature. Yeah, that's, uh, so when you guys are making that charge, because you said you hold the, the users, uh, you know, the, our photography business accounts, you know, you, you hold our payment information. So basically you're only charging that, that rate that was there saying, you know, the eight by 10 costs X amount of dollars. And that's all you charge. That sounds like. Yeah. And, yep. and exactly that's what not, the lab is charging us. Exactly yep. what the lab is charging you. Okay. Wow. That's yeah. That's definitely um, interesting. So you guys, you know, you're, you're basically quote making your money off of that one fifty a year that you just charge for the plugin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we hit, look, I mean, we, we're, we're small fries in this space. We're, we're new to the we're new to the uh, print lab automation space, which is a giant market. Yes. Um, and, you know, we have to be competitive, even though most of the people that are using those the competing, you know, services like the smug mugs are also using WordPress and our products. Um, we have to be competitive and do what we need to to uh, to stand out even more than having the WordPress name associated to the company. So sure. That's that's just one of the things that we're doing. Now you also offer a lifetime license where it's a one-time payment and you get updates forever and support forever. So basically, it all it works for that too. There's no there's not going to be any processing fees or anything like that, other than just this is this is your quoted amount that the that White House in this case is what what they're saying they charge you and and so you're just passing that on. Yeah, and and that lifetime price. Um, before we released this, it was only two ninety nine. Now, okay. so there's people who are who pay two ninety nine that have access to this now forever. Okay. Um, so, and this price, the lifetime price, will either be going up or be going away oh. uh, at some point. So, yeah, it's it's a kind of amazing deal. Like I, when we were discussing, what do we do with the lifetime account? I was like pushing, like as the somebody on the marketing side, I was saying, let's let's get rid of it. <laughs> you know, in a, you know, I mean. We're you know you you charge you charge the subscription price and business wise it's a smart decision. Yeah. Lifetime it's it's attractive you know. Right. I mean even as as a WordPress user myself when I see a company selling a product with a lifetime license when it's in this price range I usually jump on it if I know for sure that I'm going to be using it on a regular basis. Um, so like I've done that for uh, my um, my caching plugin I've done that for um, my uh, backup plugin. So, mm -hmm. um, so could, could users yeah. upgrade if they were to try it out, let's say, and, you know, three months into it, they're all like, give me the lifetime. Can they upgrade to the lifetime from the pro? Yep. You just pay the difference. Just pay the difference. Okay, cool. Um, coupons. Tell me yep. about, so the idea here would be like, you, you know, falls here and there's so many families that want to do family portraits in the, in the fall season. It just comes to mind for lots of of families and you want to jump on that offer a coupon put that out on social media uh, advertising is that 
is that how it works? You, you go into the plugin, you set up a coupon code that mm-hmm. offers a certain amount off in the e-commerce system, and and then you just publish that code out there? Yeah, so you get the you you have a title of the code, which is basically like a description for your own reference. You have the code itself. You have uh, whether you want it to be a percentage or a flat rate, and then the amount, and then the start and end date. And that's basically as basic as the coupon system is right now. Uh, in the future, we we hope to integrate it with the Print Lab product offering a little bit more, saying this code will get you this product for free. Gotcha. So, for example, uh, when I do my sessions, my family sessions, my session fee includes a standout 8x10, which I have, to, I have to order manually because otherwise I could have just given a code and they can only use it on that one product. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay, and we just barely had a uh, an episode where we talked about in-person sales and offering coupons. Can you do the coupon without the print lab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works on the manual fulfillment, works on digital downloads. Oh, and that so that was going to be my last question is, can you just do digital downloads if you don't want to connect to the lab, but you want to charge the, the, the shoot and burn model? You want to charge for people to be able to go download the digitals. Can you do that? Yes. Um, yeah, you can charge or make the digitals, digitals free. So uh, in my price list, I have uh, 1,000 pixel at the longest length is free. And that way, uh, I say that's like your Facebook images that you get to share. Right. right. And and then I have uh, larger ones that cost them, you know, 20 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever it is for the for the download. You, the users for my website, if I had this, if I had this put into my website and the users for my website, how do I control that they only see their images? Is there a thing that is like an account for them or how does that managed? So um, there's no, it's not user specific, but you could do that with other plugins. Basically, um, wherever you add the gallery, you add to a page, you can password protect that page. Okay. You could add a plugin which makes that page only accessible to a specific WordPress user. If you want to do that, you just find a plugin that offers that, you know, okay. a membership plugin. So, um, you know, the possibilities are endless of what you could do just because it's WordPress and you could just, you know, um, add another plugin. And there's tons of free plugins that will allow you to do that sort of fine tune who can see it. Or if you just like all I do is I create a page, make sure it's not uh, able to be indexed by search engines by using Yoast SEO um, okay. and their settings. And then uh, I password protect it. and send it to my client with a password and then they can access it um, whenever they want. Okay. But the password protection is not something in your plugin. That's just a different functionality. That, yeah, it's just a part okay. of WordPress. Um, sure. There have been requests for us to add our own password protection, um, but because WordPress itself has it, yeah, we don't really see it as a priority, um, right. but it is something we'll probably do eventually because people, people do want it. And do you guys, if, so you offer the, this uh, shopping cart e-commerce solution already in your plugin. But what if, like for myself, I already use WooCommerce and I wouldn't want to use another functionality for that. I just want everything to be going through my single WooCommerce. Do you guys support that? Um, so n- not at the moment. Uh, that is has been discussed a handful of times over the years. Uh, it's probably something we will support at some point. The ability okay. to take your sort of your 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 cart from NextGen Pro and check out through WooCommerce. Okay. But um, the typical photographer does not have WooCommerce. Right. Okay. So it hasn't been a, hasn't sure. been a priority. Yeah, so, that's, that's probably but, true. I, I sell other things as well. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's just a different situation. And then I have another question based on the file that gets sent to the print lab. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that when you upload that 15 megabyte JPEG as, that we're using as an example, is that the file that gets sent over to the print lab or is there another rendition of it that gets sent over to the print lab? Nope, that's the one. Uh, we basically, we have a server dedicated to handling the, sort of to be the, the go-between between your okay. website and the lab. Okay. And what happens when you have somebody check out that original 15 megabyte file is uh, sent to our server. Uh, the basically when you upload it and it's backed up, it goes from you know photo abc dot jpg to dot backup. Okay. We just basically change the, the the file type. So then we send it to our server, change it back to a JPEG, send it off to the you know make sure everything. Uh, we actually have to crop it based on the crop because we have a 
if you upload a normal straight out of camera uncropped and somebody orders an eight by 10, now the crop is different. Right. Uh, when, when they go to buy, they can adjust the crop. Oh, that, so, that was going to be my next question. Can the person adjust the crop or does the photographer do that? Or how does that get managed? Yeah, it's whichever, whichever you prefer. I mean, huh. if it's, if you want it, if it's in the, if it's in the e-commerce system, then the customer is doing it if it needs okay. it. But if you want to do it beforehand, you, you totally can. And uh, so basically we, we will take it and read what the crop adjustment has to be, make that crop change and then send it to the lab. Wow. Okay. So then my, my other question on that idea is, does it support, like for the one image, let's say we have an image of a particular scene, a, let's just call it like a lake or something like that, nice landscape image. And if I wanted to s treat it certainly a certain way with my sharpening settings and have it do one way for an 8x10, but for the 24x36, I have different settings applied does it support the multiple renditions of the file in doing that? Or is it only going to be the one that it can send to the lab and, and it, the lab takes care of it from there? It's, it's, only, it's only the one. There's okay. no way to have uh, the multiple. I mean, eventually we want to have a feature that allows the photographer to um, uh, moderate the orders and approve oh, the orders themselves okay. and yeah. and in theory replace images as needed. Ooh, yeah, um, that'd be cool. Interesting. Yeah, so that's something that's something we want to do at some point. That's also a giant project, but yeah, you know, for for the very few of us that think that would be cool, yeah, that would be cool, but <laughs> probably for the vast majority of people, they're probably not going to get uh especially if you're doing portraits and the like, I can't imagine myself anyway getting that picky about yeah. things, but when it comes to my <laughs> fine art landscapes, I get pretty picky on those things myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you were to look at our list of, of features and things you want to add to it, it's, it's unreal how long this could be. <laughs> sure. But, but so, I mean, it, uh, when I say it, it almost took us four years to get out, um, WPPI, this next WPPI coming up, that marks four years. Okay. So that's how long we've been working on this. Yeah. And, and we, we would just got to the point where we said, we have to get out a minimum viable product. Yeah. And now it's out, you know, now we can get this feedback. We can talk to people, see what the the demand is based on this, and make adjustments, make improvements, make new features, things like that. All right, cool. Jeff, any other questions from your perspective? Yeah, just one more as far as the the cost. So it is per year. It the on the site it says uh, updates forever no and support forever no, but. Is it going to stop working? Like, do you have to renew a license key or something every year? How does that work? So, if you if you buy uh, Imagely the Imagely Pro plan, which is the 149 149 that gets you NextGen Pro, and uh, you have it for a year, and then you say, okay, well, you know what? I don't need the updates for whatever reason. Uh, I don't care about improvements, and I just want to use it. You can cancel, and you won't be charged again, and you can continue to use it forever as long as you want, but you will not get updates. Uh, you Oops. will not have access to support, but the product will continue working. Okay. Um, oh, uh, except for, <laughs> this is a biggie, except for automated print fulfillment and except for sales tax calculations because, automated sales tax rather, because those are part of our uh, SaaS platform. Mm -hmm. um, so if you, if you cancel, your, if your license expires, you lose access to the server, basically. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, is there anything else, Scott, that you'd like to make sure we know about this plugin or anything else uh, related to it uh, before we uh, transition to our doodads and, and start to close out the show? Um, the one last thing that I want to mention, which is kind of related to commission-free, is the white-labeled aspect. Okay. Um, yeah, tell every, us. Every, yeah, every product that is mailed, and this is something that all the competition does as well, um, we make it a default. You can't even turn this off. It's Every product that is shipped is coming with your brand on it, not okay. imagely, not White House custom color. It's coming with the photographer's information on it. Okay, cool. So it kind of would look like I sent it basically uh, yeah. because it has my address, my everything else, contact info or, what, or whatever that might be in the packing list. It, it's all relating back to, to me as the photographer. Correct. Okay, cool. All right, let's switch over to our doodads of the week. And Jeff, uh, let's have you lead us off. All right, so I'm going to repeat one. I, I like repeating them 
when it's something that I've found really useful. And so this one is the Logitech MX Master Wireless Mouse. It's $60, which I, I can hear the groans already from, from photographers listening. Like, 60 bucks for a mouse? Come on! But I promise it's worth it. It's uh, I have tried a lot of mice now for computers. I've tested a whole bunch of them. Most of them are brutal. And, and they either <laughs> make your hand hurt or they're not accurate enough. And it's, it's a real problem. So if you edit with a mouse in particular, then you owe it to yourself to go check this mouse out. I still use I've been using it about four years now. And I buy mice every once in a while just to uh, see is there better. And there's newer versions of this one, but this one's great. So you don't you don't need the latest. There's there's some that are like uh, seventy dollars, eighty dollars. I don't know. There's there's a couple of newer models that Logitech offers, but this is the one that that you should get sixty bucks. And uh, it's the Logitech MX Master Wireless Mouse. It's great. Compared to the Magic Mouse 2, that's actually a bargain. So if you know if anyone's got their eyes on the Magic Mouse 2, that's like a hundred bucks. And I, the, <laughs> the ergonomics of this one are so much better. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to look at that. So Scott, how about yours? So uh, there's a new product that was just came out. It came through Kickstarter uh, for podcasts. Anybody who's listening that also listens to a lot of other podcasts, you probably heard of Pat Flynn. Um, who teaches about podcasting. Uh, Pat, Pat Flynn and his videographer and business partner, Caleb, I always screw up his last name, Wojkik, Wojkik, I'm not sure. Sorry, Caleb. Um, he, they created this product, and it's for videographers, vloggers, YouTubers, uh, and it's basically to compete with and to completely destroy <laughs> anybody using a Gorillapod. I can't stand Gorillapods. Um, I have one here. And um, I'm going to put this up to the mic. It makes a sound. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a Gorillapod. That's what happened. And that sound is what happens when you put a camera on a Gorillapod. It starts collapsing. But yet bloggers use it because it's curved. And you can, you, well, you can curve it. It's straight until you curve it. But you can curve it and make it sort of the shape so you can hold it. And then it's curved so that your camera's at the right angle at, for you when you're blogging, you know, yourself. So... Pat and Caleb wanted to solve the problem, and they came out with something called a SwitchPod. And it's this beautiful product that's totally ergonomic, and it's basically this handle that has three metal pieces that are connected to each other and a little twist knob to attach to the bottom of your camera. And uh, I, I use um, an L-bracket for Millie Wright stuff on the bottom of all my cameras, and it, has, it even has an extra tripod hole so I can mount my SwitchPod um, on that, so it's perfect. Cool. And basically, this is a replacement for a Gorillapod because now my camera is aimed at me or wherever I want it to be aimed at. It's ergonomic. And when I want to, I can take it and flick open the leg so the handle becomes a tripod. So um, I can instantly go from creating a video handheld to putting the camera down safely without that crunchy noise of a Gorillapod falling onto the floor. Very cool. Yeah, I looked up the website for that. And I, I was pretty impressed. It is not listed at $99 and mm -hmm. it's got little magnets that hold those leg pieces together. So when you tuck it away and whatnot, you know, they're not going to just fly apart, but they do open quite easily. So they show one handed motion. You just kind of flick the one with your fingers and it just kind of and the, yeah. the, the legs flail out and you can set it down on your table. Uh, that, that definitely looks really interesting. And if yeah. you were to pair it with a small, a uh, ball head, you know, then you have all the angles and whatnot in the world that you could want for your, for your camera. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yep. Thank you. Mine, uh, I may have mentioned this one before too. Mine is the filter nest mini by think tank photo. And I'm going to be using this when I go to Alaska this December, I'm getting some new filters from polar pro and we're going to see what they're like. And I'm really looking forward to torching my gear and uh, trying to survive all the crazy weather and the frozenness and whatnot that happens up on the Aleutian Islands there in Alaska. And uh, so this little device will hold, I think it's four filters uh, separated from each other. And um, so I've got uh, dark polarizers, uh, circular polarizers that I'll be getting into and looking to compare them also with the breakthrough photography filters. So I'm looking forward to so that adventure, and um, I always have this filter nest mini on me, so it's a nice little thing to hold some filters. 
All right, some reminders for you all. We've got the masterphotographypodcast.com. That is the home for the show. You can find the show notes there and go ahead and check it out and certainly share that with your friends. And we've got a Facebook group, Master Photography Podcast. Is Just search for that on the Facebook. And if, of course, if you are a Facebook user, and uh, we hope to see you there, we do have the need for answering a question. And the question is to list one of the uh, one of us folks that are on the show. So, of course, my name is Brent, and then we have, uh, along with us on the show, of course, we have Brian and Connor and Erica, and then, of course, today with me, I have uh, Scott and Jeff. So, Jeff, where can they find you? Yeah, the best uh, best place I'd, I tell people to go is I want you to go to phototacopodcast.com. That's the other podcast that I do. Uh, we're going to have um, upcoming on Photo Taco, I'm going to be doing a an interview with Mark Morris, and we're going to talk about, oh, what was it? Oh, it's, it's not tripod legs. We just barely did that. It's filters. <laughs> like you were just saying, I'm going to, we're going to talk about filters. We're going nice. to talk about the, the best budget filters and how, what they do, why you want them, all of that. We're going to go over that in a lot of detail. Very good. And so, Scott, where can they find you online? Uh, my photography website and my photography education is at scottwyden.com. I'm also Scott Wyden on all the things, all the social things. Uh, and of course, you can learn more about all the Imagely products at imagely.com. And so for that spelling, it's S-C-O-T-T-W-Y-D-E-N.com. And you can check him out there. And you can search my name, uh, well, brentbergherm.com. That's just my website. And then, of course, latitudephotographypodcast.com is my home show notes and whatnot for my travel and outdoor landscape-ish uh, podcast that I do, of course. So we're going to also have you look for, uh, on Instagram, I'm there. Uh, just search my name, Brent Bergherm. And then on YouTube, Brent Bergherm Photography. And that's pretty much it. That wraps it up. Scott, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was a fun discussion. And Jeff, always good to be on with you as well. It is. And everyone, we will catch you again in another seven days. 